Hey everyone, it's Doc from Bros and Dragons, and I wanted to tell you guys about an amazing company that we are proud to support throughout our whole corporation, and that is Wormwood. The quality and commitment this company has is amazing and supports all nerd endeavors. There is only one acceptable outcome for their craftsmen, a product that they can take personal pride in and absolutely satisfied customers. If you are unsatisfied with your product for any reason at all, they will fully refund or replace the item free of charge. They always guarantee their products. Whether you're looking to buy deck and card boxes, dice vaults, hero vaults, dice towers, personal or tabletop dice trays, or some other accessories such as card sleeves, dice, tile trackers, leather play mats, or more, this company is top of the line. They even do custom orders. They call the wood that they use Core 16, and I encourage you to go to their website for more information on this. So when you are in the market for tabletop or nerd gaming needs, think Wormwood first. Before we get started, we would like to give a shout out to BattleBards. BattleBards.com has background ambiance, battle sounds, and much more. Bring your tabletop venture to life with BattleBards.com. There are things in the night your nightmares will manifest into reality as they find their way into Doc's imagination. The The mind mind has has many many horrors. We all can live in this place. Through our imaginations, we are free. And we breathe in its embrace. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmarish dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons Podcast. I'm your dungeon master and host, Daniel Doc Gentry. And our players are... Kylie, I play Brogon the Smasher, a male half-orc fighter. Keith Ross, I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Tom Benson, I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Let us adventure on. Adam, what happened last time? Well, last time we decided that we were going to go back to town after getting the Chalice of Time and rest and recuperate because most of the party was dead due to a random wizard that <laughs> decided to... Hey, wait, wait, stop, because you said doo-doo, and we're not going to roll, just roll over that. What? A dude can't Phrasing. say doo-doo? Oh, is that, is that still a thing? You people have to warn me about this. <laughs> you have to know what I'm going to say before I say it. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. But anyway... We went to a tavern where we found some drunk people, got a bunch of rooms, and rested, and Captain Firewell decided to take a side quest. Side quests are the best quests. They went to go look for a cleric and a bard, and they decided to take him along with him, but when they came to find him in the morning, after the sun rose, the dude's head was chopped off, lopped off clean cut and we followed some suspicious serpent looking thing down into a river underground took that river to an abandoned fort split the party rule number one always split the party when you can 
We then okay. go and we find three tunnels and a door. Everyone takes their own way. Uh, we found a uh, like a barracks room that had like ten ish beds empty. A throw a treasure room which was empty. Um, like a kitchen room which was Alicia's favorite room and empty. And then we found uh, double doors that led to a forest, and we decided to f the forest and get back in the river. And then we ended up at the lake of Eden, Enan, Anin, Anon, Enan, Enan. Avon. So you appear out of this water well underneath. Maybe he's got poop in it. We don't know. And you hear a voice and the voice says, oh, there you are. And you turn around and you see your friend, the cleric of Elo, picking mushrooms near the water. Emoga. As you come out, you can see the city off the lake in the distance. <laughs> On the shoreline, you are speaking with Emoga. He just said hi to you. How's it going, Moogie? Uh, it's still a mogo, but thank you. Uh, how, how comes the quest to find the three artifacts I need to stop the ultimate evil? We're getting along pretty well. Well, we're not dead. Uh, we're, we're doing pretty good. We, we don't have all three yet, but we're, we're getting along. Well, I'll tell you what. The Temple of Justice gave me a new apprentice to take out with me, and um, his name is Wind, and I would like him to go with you as you're searching for the third object. He, he may be able to help you. I mean, I, I guess if... If you think he can keep up. To be honest with you, Captain, he's not really good at this whole herbalism thing. That's fine. I understand that. We don't have to feed him, do we? Uh, no, he'll probably feed himself, as he always has, since probably about five. So so, so we're just talking about him right in front of him? <laughs> can yeah. Rogan break wind? I, uh, I I roll my eyes at that comment. Make sure you go down wind first. Yeah, uh, my character is an elf, an, an elven monk. Uh, so, yeah, please... Um, I. As soon as you can get me all those items, I can I can forge them together with my magics, and we can stop this evil. Okay. I, I take it the cave is still evil? The, the cave disappeared when you were done. Right. I remember. I don't know what we did to make the cave cleansed. Just out of curiosity, that forest you guys um, did not explore, is that uh, a quest location that needs to, go, needs to visit, be visited again? I don't give away cool information like that, so they don't know. Possibly. Possibly. Okay. <laughs> I'm missing it's probably where we should have gone, but everybody jumped back in the, the hole, so. Okay. Well, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. Ergomolo. Emoga. That guy. Did we ask him about the fort we found? I don't know. Can you? Grogon's not smart enough to ask that question. Grogon found a fort near river underground. It was empty. <laughs> near forest. That That's interesting, my new friend. Uh. Is he, is he slow? He's actually pretty fast. Uh, oh, no. he's Yeah, he's a little slow. I'm going to ask him if he has might have any idea where the last item is. The, uh, the staff of the tuning. I don't have any idea, but this weather might have helped. Maybe if you can find somebody who's been traveling around, like one of those official crier people, maybe they could point you in the right direction. And I'm just going to kind of like face palm. Like, oh, shit. I knew it. A very strong easterly wind kicked up. Well, I, I do remember the crier said that there was something going on in Crondale. That, that's where we should go. So are we just going to forget the side mission? They needed saving before. They'll need saving later. Maybe they know where the staff is. Where, where did we have to go for that? Rangio. And to the east of Rangio were footprints. That, would... uh, that actually works out because Crondo is northeast of Rangio. So, might be one in the same. Gorgon says go to Rangio. 
Okay. Well, um, do we want to take this guy? I mean, I guess. Does wind bring anything to our adventure? Uh, it's windy. <laughs> I'm very handy. We should get going. Would Windy like to come with us? I would, yes. Grogon says bring wind. Uh, Yeah, I guess. We don't have to feed him, so we're all good. Um, I am very capable of feeding myself. I'm going to ask Amogo where we can find him once we get all three items. Uh, Once you have all three items, I will find you. That sounds weird. I am very powerful. I will know if you have all three items. But if you're all powerful and knowing we have all three, how come you can't tell us where the third one is? It's hard to pinpoint. It's like something not of this world is using it. No more demons. Am I getting any weird vibes off of him? Give me an insight check. Uh, 19. Uh, yeah, something seems off with this guy. You want to give me a perception check? Should I assume Seven. that I trust him completely since I'm assigned to this party by him? Uh, you were assigned to his party from the Temple of Jundar. Okay. You thought he was pretty weird from the very beginning. Nothing that you were honestly going to be concerned about. Yeah, seven. (laughs) Something doesn't seem right, but you can't put your finger on it. He might just be a little crazy, and it's just sending off your barbarian vibes. Uh, Okay. You okay there, Cap? You look a little confused. Yeah, I'm fine. Let's just get going. Lead the way. Wind give Grogon piggyback? I'm an elephant too short. Then we walk. Uh, Yeah, I guess we're heading to Rangio. So you find the road and you head back towards Rangio. You get to Rangio and you do not hear the bell anymore. It's been a couple of days. Things seem to be at peace. As you approach Rangio, you find a ball bearing in the road. I'll pick that up. Is there blood on the ground around it? Nope. Oh, thank God. Okay. So worried about that dog. Why'd you throw the damn bearing at it, Captain? Uh, you know, I was a different person back then. I've changed. You're back at Rangio. Everything seems to be good and lively. Well, this is a nice change. <laughs> yeah, especially from last time. Yeah. What happened uh, last time? Last time we were here, there was uh, a magical item that was causing issues with the space-time continuum. Oh. Yeah, it was just, pretty crazy. Just a minor encounter then. Yeah, no, it was fine. We, we fixed it all. Okay. You know, same old, same old. If anybody needs anything, now would be a good time to stock back up. I think I'm actually good. Grogon good. That works. Glad I bought a bedroll last time I was here. <laughs> right. I'm good. I don't need to buy anything. Grogon get pot? Uh, Grogon, yeah. He finds a pot. He buys one for one silver. Grogon happy. I'm probably going to ask around just to get some more solid directions to Krondo in case we do head that way. All right. Who are you asking? Uh, I'll ask a, like a city guard or something. Sure. You go to the city guard. Uh, excuse me. I'm looking for some directions. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. You... Look, hold on one second. He pulls a piece of parchment out, and you guys see your faces on this parchment. He calls over the city guard, and he's like, We need to arrest these guys. They look like the people that murdered the guy in the old inn outside the city. Can I use persuasion to try to persuade him that we are not the people he is looking for? But yeah, roll a perception or a persuasion, John. Let's see what you can do. 14? All right, you didn't fail by that much. He's like, No, this is definitely you guys. We got to take you in for questioning. I know for a fact that we didn't kill this guy. Well, you could tell it to the magistrate. I'm just a guard. It says here to take you into custody. I'm taking you into custody. Is my face on that part by any chance? It is not. Oh, am I guilty by proxy? Uh, You're traveling with these guys, but I'll give you a chance to to roll a stealth roll against his perception. Okay. Oh, I got a natural 20. As you're sneaking away, he says, hey, you. Never mind. You're not on this thing. Keep moving. 
I'm gonna follow from a distance discreetly. Okay. You notice that they're not like taking their weapons or anything. It was um, they they know it's hearsay. They're just supposed to bring them in. And you go before the magistrate, and the magistrate hears your story, and as you tell it, he goes, oh, "Okay, uh, yeah, we've had a couple of these instances where people are just murdered for no reason in this area. We cannot put it together, but." I do believe it wasn't you guys. There's just too many of you. You could have easily got rid of the body. Right. Obviously, we could have hit the body. You'd be stupid not to. So are we free to go? Uh, yeah, just uh, one question. Can everybody place their weapons out on that table? And there is a big table in front of you. Grogan uh, said no. You said we're free to go, so no. Uh, I'll, I'll pull out a battle axe and, and place that on the table. Please place all your weapons on the table. Uh, you will get them back unless one of the features we are looking for is on the weapons. Please pull them out. It will be the last time I ask. Very nice. Grogon wonder what feature is. Well, is Grogon trying to hide that feature if he's wondering what that feature is? Grogon don't know if Grogon's hiding feature. <coughs> Grogon doesn't know what feature is. Huh. I have an idea Oof. then, Grogon. We could find out. Take your weapon and put it on the table in front of you, and we'll tell you if it has the feature. Grogon will show you weapon, not give you weapon. Uh, <laughs> so am I being clear, and you're just playing that retardedly, or? Uh, the cap. Uh, I'll pull out, start pulling out weapons. Like, hold on, and I'll pull out a battle axe and, and place that on the table, and then like I reach around and grab a long sword and then place that on the table, and then I pull out a great axe. And- that goes on the table and then like somewhere I pull a trident out and that goes on the table <laughs> and then there's a bolo and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. No. And then I pull out a javelin and that goes on the table. <laughs> God, you really are our armory, aren't you? Cat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. The guy in front of you says, go ahead and put those weapons back. It's not you. <sighs> God. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll start putting everything back in. I'm going to twirl some daggers and put them on the table. And he looks at the daggers and says, please put them away. It wasn't you. And then twirls them and throws them back in the cases. I will put my weapon on the table. So, John, just for shits and giggles, can I get a sleight of hand roll? (laughs) 23? Yeah, you you get them right in the pockets. Uh, You know you were a little off, but you also know nobody would have noticed. Uh, Goes down the table after checking all the weapons, comes to Grogon and... This little guard is looking at you intimidatingly, but I don't think Grogon's smart enough to figure that out. What is he doing? Hands over his weapon. And he just looks at the weapon and goes, oh, it wasn't you either. Okay. Grogon still wants to know what feature is. The gentleman in front of you, who you don't know who he is, he is a very wiry man. He's got a smug look on his face, looks at you and goes, a feature is a special something I'm looking for on a weapon to tell who the murderer was. And then he tries to reach up and pat you, but he was going for your head. He can't reach. He taps you on the shoulder and goes, you special little boy. Grogon wonder what feature was. Well, he did answer you, Grogon. Grogon thanks him. So, um, we able to get on out of here? Ooh, Grogon have another question. Yes, Grogon. Grogon wonder if you know where staff is. Any particular staff? Grogon, Captain, Grogon don't remember name. I don't think he's going to know Grogon. Okay. Uh, I will ask the guard, though, what particular marking are you looking for on weapons, just so we may keep an eye out? The blade was serrated. Huh. Okay. Uh, So are we good to go? 
Oh, yes. By all means, I do apologize for keeping you longer than we needed to. We just needed to be 100% sure. I understand. Good work. Good work, officer. Hey. When I was brought in, I was actually asking for directions. Could you possibly draw a rough map or, or just give me good directions to the city of Krondo? You're going to the orc city of Krondo? Yes. Uh, absolutely. Do you have a map of the lands? Uh, yes, we do. And he will mark Krondo on there. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Have a nice day. Oh, before I leave, I, I was just wondering, did that demon ever come back? Uh, we didn't see any demons, so we called in. The city was clean. 24 hours later, we stopped ringing the bells. Good. Kind of mutters under his bre- uh, under her breath. Told you we killed it. <laughs> uh, you guys leave the courthouse, and you see two boys holding hands, skipping by that you kind of recognize. Aww. Wait, when, when does wait if you guys need to get out? And I comment oh, okay. on, how, on how much relief it is I don't have to, to stay to jailbreak. <laughs> yeah, we're relieved too. Relieved? I was never worried. Maybe a little disappointed. <laughs> is it late at this point? Or still early? It's about midday. We could probably head out. Right? So you guys will head out the city, and there is a forest before you. And as you notice, there is a path. Looks like it was trampled grass and trees. It's starting to grow back a little bit. That's heading dead east from Rangio. And you know that Krondo is northeast of your position. Well, we were told to follow the orc tracks east for the cleric and bard, correct? Found the uh, footprints, Cap. Yes, we did. Uh, let's follow the tracks to the east a little ways. Maybe it'll turn north. Uh, if not, you know, we'll see when we get there. But the guard did say that it was the orc city of Krondo, so it would make sense. So is there any common knowledge I would know about Krondo? I rolled a 19. Okay. Uh, you do know that Krondo wasn't always called Krondo. Up until recently, it had a different name that was a little bit more unpronounceable. You know that's, that Krondo is actually the name of the champion who beat another orc in hand-to-hand combat, and the only thing that he wanted was to have the city named after him, so they complied. Okay. <laughs> uh, you follow right. these trails into the night, and Xandro seems to be able to track them. Uh, you head east, and Xandro says that you guys are heading the right way. You come out of the forest, and you are walking into a valley. Up ahead, you see the mountains, and Xandro seems to be picking up a little bit of pace. But you are heading nowhere near where Krondo would be. Hmm. Why are you walking so fast there, Xandro? I want to get back to the mountain. What's in the mountains? That's my home. Oh, onward to Zandro's home then. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's. I, I, I'm going to trust the words of a drunk stranger. <laughs> it's getting dark, and you're going to need to make camp as a misty rain seems to come from the sky as you're setting up camp in the middle of this open field. Uh, I do have a question. Which direction? Can I notice which direction the rain moved in from? Yeah, it came from the south. Okay. Uh, the southwest, to be specific. Okay. Should we not turn north? To go to the orc city we had two choices we can try to go to krondo and see if we can figure out what the crier was talking about in another episode or we can follow along on the side quest that the the drunk guy gave us about finding the cleric in the barn which was to follow the tracks straight east either way i think we need to find a place to set up camp i'm not liking an open field with no cover yeah me neither grogon take midwatch yeah, let's, let's look for something halfway decent to uh, set up camp. Give me a perception roll. Captain Firewall. 21. Oh, nice. Captain Firewall, you do find a rock that's 
it's it's an overhang in the middle of the field there. You would be able to sleep underneath it without having any rain. You nice. remember up a paddle? Or, yeah, without a paddle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. This never leaves the cave. <laughs> so you guys go to sleep. Xandro sets up above the rock. He doesn't mind the rain. And the night goes pretty well. As you guys wake up in the morning, it's clear skies, there's a fire going, and there seems to be a few rabbits cooking, but you can't see Xandro anywhere. Hey guys, I think Xandro made breakfast. Yeah, it looks to be that way. Grogon make tea to go with rabbit. Uh, I'm gonna step out of the cave and look for Xandro. Or not the cave, but the overhead. I am going to speak to our orc fighter friend in Orcish and ask him what his fixation is with tea. Be very careful, Adam. You're scooting onto the cannon portion of you know, this character. I'm just trying to play the cannon as I know it. Grogon, keep personal. Me know you wind too short to talk about tea. Me when curious about your tea. Is it good tea? Grogon, make best Grogon tea possible. Grogon, share? Grogon, don't know. Grogon, wait, see how this works out. Wind, except for that. I'm speaking Orcish, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm stepping out of the, the overhang to look for Xandro. Oh, uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Yep, 16. Uh, you don't see him anywhere, but it doesn't seem like... It, these rabbits are, like, perfectly cooked, and they seem to be just enough away from the flame to keep them warm without burning them. I'll wait a little bit. He's probably possibly still hunting. In a little bit, he does return with a nest full of eggs. And a flat yeah. rock, and definitely makes a good breakfast. Awesome. Well, I guess we can uh, get started again. Is the uh, trail, the the orc trail, still pretty prevalent? Survival. Uh, it's a nat twenty. Let's see, twenty one. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Then I guess we're following. I'm gonna eat and pack up all my stuff and say I'm ready to go. Can I can I search to see if there's any tea growing in the wild in the area? Uh, yeah, you do find a little bit of tea growing in the area. Then I am going to pick it. <laughs> but after a couple hours of travel, you guys will see difference with this tower that you see in the distance. This tall tower reaching to the sky is the rocks look like they're overgrown with ivy. The front door is wide open and the windows look shattered. Somebody needs to do some housekeeping. How far away are we? About, I'd say, 200 yards or so. Oh, so pretty close. Okay. It's right as you come up over a hill. All right. Is there anything moving around? There seems to be a couple of pseudo, large, very giant pseudo dragons flying around. But outside of that, nothing really. Is this where the tracks lead? Uh, they seem to be heading this direction. Hmm. Okay. Do a little scouting, I guess, and see if they lead directly into the tower or bypass it or go somewhere else. Sure. As you get closer to the spire, the tracks go all over from here. There is a couple of sets of tracks that go off to the left that go to where the canyon becomes less steep, and they probably travel into the canyon. There are some tracks that go right from here and obviously tracks that head towards this giant, beautiful spire with all the ivy growing on it. What do you guys think? Spire or, or canyon? I just don't want to deal with those dragons. Grogon says spire. I'm kind of kind of thinking the spire as well. Doesn't seem to be anybody around still, but they were definitely camped here at one point. I, yeah, I also put the spire. Spire I am... it is. So you cross that bridge that's suspended. The front door leads into this very open, wide area. It looks like a bronze chained bird is broken and on the floor. The only thing that seems intact is the cage door to the right as you enter. 
Go try the door. See if it's locked. It is locked. It is heavily secured, but you hear muffled cries coming from behind the door. Like sobs like crying or like cries of pain or muffled sounds you know it's a muffled person they probably have something over their mouth but outside of that you wouldn't be able to tell and you can Uh, see into the middle of this i'll just give you guys a heads up because the double door is broken there is stairs that spiral up and down i'll say or very quietly say alicia can you can you come if you can unlock this about the lock picking the lock picks and give it a try is that a sleight of hand Three sleight of hands with advantage. Three sleight of hands? Ooh, there boy. are three locks on this door. Okay. The first one's a 25. You hear a click and the pins fit in. The lock gives and that one lock uh, you think unlocked. 22. This one, the pins give. <clears throat> you think it's unlocked, but you realize that you're turning it in the opposite direction. But it does click into place as it should. Ooh, that's a good roll. The last one is uh, 26. Nice. You unlock it. It opens up into an armory. It seems like most of the weapons here are cleaned out. There are a few rusted weapons on the floor. It is covered in ivy, but it doesn't look like anybody was in here. And give me a perception check. Everybody can do it. That's fine. Five. 16. I've got a six. So Captain Firewell, you see covered with some of the ivy is moving and it looks like a form shape of a person underneath it. I'll go pull the ivy off. And as you do, you see a beautiful red-haired woman who looks very uh, malnourished and dehydrated. She has one green and one blue eye and a scar running across her left eye. What's she bound by? She is chained and cuffed to a chair. I would like to offer her some water. You pull the gag away and give her some water, and she starts chugging the water. That's a good eye, Cap. <laughs> I heard her. Or I heard something first off, so I knew somebody was in here. Can I release her from her chains? They are locked. Then I do that and oh. hope I don't make a mistake by <laughs> releasing her. Okay. Uh, you break it You break it easy enough with your weapons. The chain shatters. She takes all the stuff off she jumps away from everybody and she goes who who are you tell me who you are now captain martin firewell you're okay we're we're not gonna hurt you are you one of the feather gale knights i'm gonna go with no the the what now she reaches back and grabs a a warhammer a rusted warhammer that's there and she says i i need to go thank you come to the capital city tell queen rebecca's personal guard that high cleric Sheila Blandersmith says that you are to have audience into her chamber. We've met with the queen numerous times. You, you've seen my queen. She is fine. Yes, yeah, she's fine. You're Sheila Blandersmith, and do I know Sheila? Do, do I know the name? You've heard it before from a drunk guy in a tavern. Oh, that that okay. Am I connected to her holy order by any chance? Being, um, having some religious background, you do know the name of Sheila Blandersmith. Her reputation precedes her. Everybody knows the war cleric, Sheila Blandersmith, around the world. At a very young age, she was the, uh... She was a healing cleric originally of the Order of Jundar, and during the Great War she fought in, that's where she received the strike to the head that changed one of her eye colors. She was the only person to survive the massive battlefield and took upon herself to learn to be a war cleric to make sure that a giant war like this never happened again. She is renowned around all of Adora, which is the world you live in. So do I know the name of the bard that we're looking for as well? 
Um, no, they they said that somebody named Xana, but that didn't make sense to you. I'll I'll tell her. Yeah, we we were actually sent by th this drunk guy actually uh, to find you as, as well as a bard. Uh, he mentioned Xana or s uh, something. I'm not sure. Xana. She says Xana's my friend, but she's been brainwashed. I need to save her. Do you have any idea where she is? I have no idea. There was a, a massive battle here. I couldn't get out of my chains. They had them magically locked down. The magic faded, but I was too weak at that point to break my own chains. I haven't heard for days anybody in this whole place. We we were told that they were both in the same area, correct? Uh, from the drunk dude? Yeah, if you want to take yeah. his word. I, he's been right so far. <laughs> I'll actually tell her that. I'll, I'll say, yeah, the, the guy that, that told us... To, to come look for you said that you both would be here in the same area. Once we get Xana, I will buy him drinks for life, but we need to find my friend. No, he's not really the, uh, the thirsting type anymore. Somebody killed him. That's weird. What is going on in this land? A lot, actually. She says, uh, yeah, but I don't know where Xana would be. We need to look through the tower. Maybe she's still here. Okay. So you're going to travel this tower. We go down, or we look around here. When you first walk in on the right, there are a couple of beds. Everything that is in here is torn up. There are a couple of dead bodies on the floor. One of them is a knight with the symbol of the feather gale on it. And the other dead body looks like a forest druid of some type. The atrium, which will be the next room over, will have bodies of both all over the place. The kitchen, obviously the same thing. People are dead in there. If you go downstairs, that'll be the section to the left here. There's a bunch of stables here that look like they go off into the distance. If you were to go through one of the stables and look, it's about 100 feet off of the cavern floor. All of these stables are cleared out. There's nothing here. Though they were left with excrement, urine, they haven't been cleaned out. Whatever was in here is gone. Okay. You travel up to the, well, they call this level two, and that's the great banquet hall. Again, dead bodies everywhere. The rooms foraged, ripped up, beat up, and dead people everywhere. The same thing's going to be for the rooms on the third floor, except this door is closed and locked. Uh, Alicia, you think you could work your magic again? <sighs> yeah. Why the hell not? There's one lock, and it's sleight of hand with advantage. 18. And you do get it to open. Uh, I'm going to slowly open the door. All right. Give me a stealth check. 18. As you open it up, right at the end, you hear the telltale squeaking sign of hinges that haven't been taken care of. It is very loud. <laughs> kind of closes her eyes and grits her teeth like a, oh shit, I think I just fucked up. Look. Does anybody want to do anything? Grogon walk through door. Duh. I will <laughs> do it as well. At this point, so you might as well just... just busting the door. So Grogon walks in. Captain Firewall comes in like a maniac, followed by your new monk friend, Wind, as you come into this pristine room. The bed is made. The desk is perfect. The fire is out, but it looks like there was a good set of fire judging by the ashes in there. And you see a locked chest at the end of the bed. Let me guess, Cap. I'm working my magic on that, too. Well, I mean, I... I can give it a go if, if you're getting tired of it. No, I Rogan got it. Can smash it. All I got cool. it. Walks up. It's just uh, advantage or regular. Advantage is fine. Ooh, I like that roll. <laughs> 23. You pop it open, and on the very top, there is a warhammer with the symbol of Jundar in it. And underneath looks like a rainbow-scaled armor. 
Sheila, who's behind you, drops the warhammer she picked up, and she says, "My stuff," and she starts putting on her thing. What else is in the room? Yeah, for that, that's that. God, does nobody believe in thank yous? The desk? You said you were looking at the desk. I mean, yeah, I was looking at the rest of the room, but the desk would obviously be a. I pat the rogue on the head. <laughs> rogue on, thank Alicia. Captain Firewall, give me an investigation. Not too bad. Twelve. You search the desk and you find a note. It's written in Orcish. Even if you read it, it seems like nothing. Just a correspondence. Um, everything will be ready soon, kind of thing. Okay. There is uh, like three bottles of ink, two quill pens, and about ten parchment papers. So you said even if I read the paper, that's all it is. There, there's nothing else special about it. Nope. Hey, if oh, nobody's okay. gonna gonna take it, I'll, I'll I'll take the paper and the quill and the ink. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Cool. It's all yours. I just wanted to know how many sheets of parchment I, I just swiped. Ten. Ten. Perfect. The note that I had found, I'm gonna flip it over. Just kind of scrawl. Uh, find me in the city of Crondo and leave it there. After putting all her stuff on, Sheila reaches into the backpack and says, oh, there we go. And she pulls out a bag and says, I don't say thank you with words. I believe in deeds. And throws 300 gold in a pouch over to Alicia. Wow. Uh, thank you. And as she's walking away, she kind of says, yeah, remember that when you're calling me names. (laughs) I don't think I ever called you a name. But now you see this impressive woman dressed. Her armor is rainbow scales she's obviously fought some types of different types of dragons the blue scales on it look smaller than the rest it must have been one of her first matches i'm just wondering here sheila by any chance are those pseudo dragons flying around outside yours no they were the feathergale knights they were aerial warriors grogon get ride uh sure grogon go out and jump and see if you can catch one grogon don't don't know she takes you up the flight of stairs outside of that and it is the pinnacle the pinnacle is exactly what you see it is the large uh, staircase opens up largely it is a zebo type where these four stone walls stand in each of the directions and looking out you see the other stone pillows pointing out in four different directions there is a broken spyglass on one end and if you go by the spyglass and look out it is an open valley below I'm looking down. You are 350 feet up, and there is nothing stopping you from falling over that edge. Um, I'm going to crawl Rogan look down. over to next to Alicia, see what she's looking at. <laughs> uh, Grogon, give me a constitution saving roll. Oh, <laughs> double crit. Yeah, you uh, look over and just see 350 feet down. You see nothing on that side. Runs to the other side and looks down that way. All right, John, you're metagaming. <laughs> How is it metagaming? What's down there? I'm going to use something that I haven't got to use yet, and that's uh, one of my primal path abilities. Uh, You gain the eyesight of an eagle, able to see up to one mile away with no difficulty, able to discern even fine details as though you were looking at something no more than 100 feet away. Okay. And I'm just going to survey everywhere, see literally anything that might stand out. You look out. Towards the cavern, you know from the way that you entered that the other way is where the slope goes up and it eases down into the valley. You look across the valley and you see a river cutting through the middle of it. It looks like on the other side of the river, it's almost a half mile further than you can see, but you can barely make it out. Tribe of Cobalts. 
uh, past that, the river and the cavern bends, but it looks like it goes on for miles. What about any anything in the other directions? You look in the other direction out, and you see where the it goes up. It smooths out out of the cavern where people obviously walk into the cavern, and then there is a thick forest beyond that. Okay. I'll turn to Sheila. Any ideas uh, about where your friend might be? I thought she might be up here. And you hear a voice. I am here, Sheila. Uh-oh. Do we all hear that voice? Yes. Looks around confused. Grogon, who said that? I'd like to roll perception. Sure, go ahead. A 19? You cannot see anything except for the people that you have been with, but you are sure from what you heard that the voice is on this floor. It echoes a bit, and the wind makes it very hard to pinpoint. How does Sheila react to this? Sheila looks really confused. Where are you? I am here. Why can't we see you? I choose not to be seen. Fair enough. You will all worship the elemental cult of wind or I will send you to my god. Grogon wants to know when god make tea? Uh, What if you're an atheist and don't really believe in a god? Then you will learn that there is one. The mightiest of gods from the elemental land of wind who will reign supreme in this world. So just out of curiosity, what advantages are there for us for converting? Uh, Do we get like a cheaper tithe? Do we only have to attend Sunday service every other week? (sighs) Look over the west side of the pinnacle. So it's the other side from that spyglass. I do. Look so looks over the west side. And you see hundreds of skeletons and dead bodies. And she says, the choice is don't believe in the God and I will send you to meet them or worship the God and we will conquer this land together. You worship a bunch of skeletons and call it a god? Alicia, you feel a very brisk wind push you ever so slightly as you slightly lose your balance and almost fall off the ledge. Grogon waiting on answer for tea. You'll hear the voice say, well, of course, tea is just fucking delicious. I'm going to think of the Stay Puft Marshall, man. Can I roll a perception check to see, like, is she here and just invisible or? Uh, sure, go ahead. Mm, never mind. What uh, is nine. it? <laughs> Obviously, she's here and it's probably some kind of invisibility thing because you haven't been able to see her. So in that case, I'm going to pull out my handy dandy trident and use it to cast true sight on myself and you see her floating over the east section it seems like she shoots an eye at you like she knows you could see her now and Mm -hmm. she says enough and as she says that sheila will pull out her shield throw it in the air and yell a word that word nobody else can make out but the shield starts to float above her head and she two hands her war hammer and looks around feeling like shit's gonna hit the fan (laughs) <laughs> Cap, Grogon think we get ready for battle. Grogon, smash. <laughs> smash what? <laughs> Everybody roll initiative. I have an 11. Grogon roll two. I have a four. I have you a know, 16. Going last is great because it's just like going first. Such a beautiful sound. Hey, tiny wind. <laughs> if we don't make this out, Grogon wants you to know. Grogon like tea. Gentle soul. Tea is fucking delicious. Tea is sign of quality individual. First react will be Alicia. Do I see anything yet or is it still invisible? Still invisible. I am going to put on my slippers and just kind of 
Wait. Do you uh, not remember these slippers, Doc? No, I don't remember these. Oh, I do remember these slippers now. There you go. <laughs> so the next person to react will be Wind. Is there any indication from the other members of the party what direction this villain is in? Perception. 14. Everybody seems to be looking everywhere. It's hard to pinpoint. All right. Well, then, is there any dust? Uh, like dirt, on, dirt, dirt at our feet? No. This is, it is literally naturally growing grass at the top of the spire, and then it's open up to the wind, so the wind keeps the dust from settling. And I'm going to just shoot three arrows in random, let's basically put three arrows in my bow and just let them fly, and let's see if I can just hit something at random. Okay. All three just seem to pass by and go off the side. Oh, well. Next we'll react will be Sheila. Uh, She's just going to yell, does anybody know where she is? Uh, Yeah, I'll point and yeah she's right there and as you're pointing you're moving she is starting to go around the back of this thing and sheila will just run up that way and as she does the other figure seems to be moving her finger and yay everybody give me a dexterity saving roll uh is it something i can see doesn't matter doc i didn't make it on either of them i roll a 21 positive (laughs) 14 are those dice towers I hear? Beautiful dice towers. A storm of fire appears around each of you as you try to move. It does 36 fire damage to each of you. If you made it, it's half of that, which is 18. Can I use uncanny dodge to take zero? No, you can take uncanny dodge will half it again. Okay, so half of 18. So nine? Nine. So you, only the captain sees this. She's moving her fingers, and as she releases the spell... A swirling firestorm above you forms, and each one of the spots around you erupts in flames as this firestorm puts columns down into your area. I can't take another hit like that. <laughs> Grogon hurt. <laughs> Grogon about to convert. When God makes tea, Grogon likes tea. <laughs> uh, next up will be the captain. So holding my trident in my left hand just so i don't lose the uh the true sight effect i'm going to pull out my bolo and i'm gonna try and hit her like right around the neck okay kind of like uh, silencer oh that would be 19 it does hit now what's the dc on that 14 uh, wait no 15 i have a plus three proficiency okay she raises her arm as the shot's coming, it wraps around her arm and does the damage. What's the damage? Nine, 16 points of damage. Okay. And this beautiful, very short, levitating full elf is floating in front of you and now is bleeding from her arm. Her eyes seem to fire up in a blaze of anger and hate like she is almost possessed. And I'm going to pull out my shield. Uh, that'll take us to Grogon. Then I will run up and swing at her. Okay. Uh, yeah, so 6d6 of damage. Hodge sickles. <laughs> 17, bludgeoning. As you strike her with, her with your maul, she seems to almost take the hit. It doesn't go as far into this little being as you thought it would have. I'd like to use my bonus action to give myself second wind. Okay. Grogon feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Xandro draws his bow because I totally keep forgetting I'm playing three players now. <laughs> Fires his first shot. The first one hits her. She's drawing blood from her shoulder. The second shot. 
will go wide. That'll take us to Alicia. On that note, I am going to take a step down off of the platform, kind of onto the wall, and I'm going to start running towards her using the wall and kind of try to sneak up behind her. I know I'm not going to make it all the way over there because of my movement. Well, you'll make it there, but you can't come up. Okay. So, yeah, you'll be close next time. That's a good move. I like that one. <laughs> uh, that will take us to wind. Okay, so is she still flying? She's still levitating. She is How high off the ground? Uh, about 5, 10 feet. She goes up and down slightly. Perfect. Do I need to make an acrobatics test in order to jump? I want to do a basically a flying leap kick at her of sorts. Okay. Uh, cool. You don't need the roll, just an attack. So I'm going to use my flurry of blows. I'm going to come in with my staff, and I'm going to burn both my luck points to get really good rolls if I need them. And let's do it. Packing with my staff. Ooh, cool. That uh, that would be a 25 you with hit? my staff. Okay, so the first shot does um, uh, 12 damage, and then I'm going to follow up with, with a punch and a kick. How's about a uh, modified 20? 20 will hit. Okay, so that'll be 9 damage, and then the final hit, you can use a luck point, natural 20. Is that good? Sometimes. Okay, so the final hit, so that's uh, 18 damage, and she has to make a strength save against the 12 or get knocked into the wall. I rolled 18. Okay, well, shit. Okay, well, I just have pummeled the crap out of her. As you come down from your blows that you were giving. I, I make a landing worthy of the Ginyu Force. And Sheila, with all of her effort that she can, jumps up, tackles Xana, and pushes her over the edge, and they both seem to be falling at a very high rate of speed. The ground seems to be coming closer as you guys run to the end to see what happens. And about 20 feet from the ground, we'll find out next time on the Road to Dragon Podcast. <laughs> follow us on Twitter when you want to follow Keith his is at Elmo the Usurper and John is at Chew13 and Adam is at Harambe was set up and you can follow Kylie at Criticylie or Tom at Bros Old Guy and we want to thank Woody for coming out Woody do you have a Twitter? Uh, yes it's actually uh, Cyber Symbiosis but I also um, do a webcomic by the same name which you can find at uh, conwaytheseries.com thank you very much yeah well i i, I just uh, want to thank you guys for letting me come on and i just wanted to get lots of readers for my comic book series i'm doing a science fiction um cyberpunk crime drama story it takes place in seattle where i'm from and uh i am funding it with patreon so i hope you know people like it enough to, to back it so i keep paying my artist but uh, we're, we're just finishing up the first issue right now so i uh, hope people enjoy it conwaytheseries.com so what's that patreon Oh, yes, uh, patreon.com forward slash Woody Man. And I'm actually uh, funding a number of comic books through that. The second book I'm funding for the Patreon is actually co-created with, the, with, with uh, Matt Bansell, the creator of the Gamer Show. Can you give us that Patreon one more time? It didn't come in right. Oh, yeah, no, yes. Uh, patreon.com forward slash Woody Makes Comics. There we go. I am DM Doc. You can find me at I am DM Doc. Adam and John. My Twitter account is at I am dm doc you can follow us all at bros and dragons you can search for us on any social media using bros and dragons i just want to remind you to keep it nerdy and remember to live your dream you can go your own way you can go your own way go that back to buying best, a house that was the best recap we've had yet Oh, Keith, right up until the end. Called out. Right up until the end where you fucked it up.
Oh, right. I left the trident that I just recently attuned with Captain Firewall in the uh, abandoned fort. <laughs> it's okay. I went back and got it. Goddamn drugs I don't take. Shut up, voices. Shit, I'm trying to remember his name. I'll give it to uh, you in one second. I- Igloo? Mowgli? Mowgli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to... Fuck, I had this. Share. No, give... No. Shit. Gimli? Grimlock. No. no. This was the dude outside Mo- the cave. Uh, Mo- Mo- Moogie? No. I'm 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 waiting because this is like low brow stuff we're doing. I'm just waiting for Woody to turn his shit off and get out of here. <laughs> well, they're taking their pants off, and earlier they were talking oh about doing God. bad things to each other. Keith, I may have already forgot what I said. <laughs> <clears throat> Could the answer, my friend, be flowing in the wind? <laughs> Adam, remind me to kill you later. Roger. Right, so apparently um, we're, we're not subscribing to the Scooby-Doo school of RPGs. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, that, that is a mark of greatness when you win everything and walk away. Uh, the best part is they were looking for something totally different that they could have gave them. And instead of completing the quest, he asked for the, ta- now, the town to be renamed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> fucking Crondo. And then I partied like a fucking porn star all night. <laughs> you guys are being kind of rude to your guest. You enter. I'm so I'm treating him exactly as Mark Firewell would treat his character. <laughs> I I actually feel fine. Um this is nicer than they treat me at the temple. <laughs> Probably. If that's one of you, I'm going to beat you with my phone. What? It is, it is. God damn it, Keith. My my Facebook's been hacked, yo. Crazy. (laughs) Can you count to 19, Keith? Yes. Ouch. Once. That's what Doc just asked. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, a jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. This has been a Bros and Dragons production.